0: You're listening to a special episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we talk to the many saints of Newark star Alessandro Nivola.
3: I'm Tim Ifland, movie buff.
0: And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist.
3: And we love to talk all things movies. And Lee, before we jump into our chat with Alessandro, let's recap on The Many Saints of Newark, which goes back in time to one of the most tumultuous eras in Newark's history and introduces us to a young Anthony Soprano, just as rival gangsters are rising up to challenge the powerful DeMeo crime families hold over the race-torn city caught up in the changing times is the Uncle Tony idolizes, Dickie Moltisanti, who struggles to manage his personal and professional responsibilities, and whose influence over his nephew will help make the teenager into the mob boss, will later come to know as Tony Soprano.
0: The Many Saints of Newark is directed by Alan Taylor, from a screenplay by David Chase, based on the characters created by Lawrence Connor. It stars Alessandra Nivola, Leslie Odom Jr., John Bernthal, Vera Famiga, Corey Stoll, Ray Liotta and Michael Gandolfini in the role that his late father made famous.
3: What a cast. Now, Popcorn Podcast invited star Alessandro Nivola to talk about his charismatic but dangerous character Dickie Moltisanti how he bonded with Michael Gandolfini over the enormity of their roles and the fear and excitement of working with gangster movie icon Ray Liotta. All right, Lee, let's take a listen. Gotta do something about
2: Dickie Moltisanti.
0: So Dickie Moltisanti is someone that everyone looks up to, but he's also got quite a ruthless side. How would you describe him?
1: Yeah, I mean, he has these uh, a kind of public face, which is someone who is really well loved in in the community. He's charming, attractive, um, seems to be totally in control and to to have his life all all squared away. He's got style and and charisma, but privately he is a a wreck. Um, (laughs) He's... He's been beaten up by his dad as a child and watched his dad beat his mother up. And so he's really the, the product of of abuse. And as a result, he's got a kind of hair trigger uh, anger that he can't control and that comes in violent bursts for brief, but, but violent bursts that... Um, end up slowly, one by one, destroying everything that he loves. And he ultimately is the architect of his own destruction and, and is aware of it. And tragically, he the, the, the person he loves most in the world is this kind of surrogate son of his, Tony Soprano, who he has grown up uh, trying to, to parent somehow, but uh, he's hopeless at it. And... Um, can't seem to find the right language or the right tone or style to to try and guide Tony out of a world of crime and violence himself.
0: Dicky's relationship with Tony is obviously really formative in Tony's later years in the series. Uh, what is it that Dicky sees in Tony? Is it just the surrogate son, or does he see a bit of himself? maybe.
1: He recognizes that Tony is kind of abandoned by his own parents. And I think probably Johnny, his dad, is it probably does beat him up a bit as well. And so from that point of view, I think the loneliness of that feeling, I, I, I think he identifies with. Uh, and I think he just really likes him. He knows that he's intelligent and that he's got something kind of about him that is maybe bigger than the confines of of this little uh, community. And because he doesn't have a son of his own, he has some longing to kind of send this boy off into into a better life. But every time he he goes about trying to to be a parental figure, he, he casts about... For the 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 way to do it, and it seems to come up empty-handed every time.
0: How did you and Michael prepare and sort of build that bond ahead of filming?
1: Well, we were both cast uh, many months before we started shooting, and so we we spent quite a lot of time together before we shot. And we didn't get together to talk about the script in a, in a strictly professional way. We just we really just got together and got to know each other, talked about our our childhood experiences our families are what you know what our acting experiences had been where we'd grown up just the, the the normal stuff that you talk about with somebody that you're getting to know and and slowly we just by the time we were actually filming we just had a kind of ease with each other and and I really felt a kind of filial affection towards him I think we both were facing different kinds of pressure with, with each of our different roles in the movie, he was taking on this iconic role that his dad played Mm -hmm. and, and the, the, the strange feeling that that must be uh, for him. And then I was taking on the biggest opportunity that I've ever had as an actor uh, in my late forties, having worked in in movies um, for better part of 20 some years and so I was determined not to, to squander it. And so I think we both were able to, to bond over that, that feeling.
0: Family loyalty is obviously a huge theme in in this movie, but there's also a lot of betrayal. How does Dickie reconcile with his conscience?
1: Uh, you know, he, he makes these, he starts visiting his uncle in prison who he, had not spent any time with since he was about five years old. And his uncle is set up as a kind of confessor for him. I, I see that role that Ray Liotta plays as a kind of Dr. Melfi character. And in the same way that Tony goes to Dr. Melfi to unburden himself, but, but ends up lying to her nonstop. That's exactly mm-hmm. what Nicky does to Uncle Sally. He goes to confess and lies instead but there's some feeling i think in the movie that uncle sally may or may not even be real he could be my conscience that i'm grappling with uh and i i kind of see it that way that that it's a dialogue with myself on some level um trying to to understand why i keep destroying the things that i love
0: and ray liotta is like the king of gangster movies, isn't he? What was that like to work with on set?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, it was both uh, an honor and also really scary because (laughs) all the people on the set that I wanted to impress the most, it was him. And a couple of weeks in, uh, after we'd shot some scenes together, he sent me a text saying that I reminded him of himself as Henry Hill, and it was really that a uh, little message that he sent me that kind of gave me the confidence to really let rip with this role and and feel that that I was on to something so I, i'm very grateful to him for that my my phone the phone that he texted me on since died and something went wrong with the cloud and the the yeah. damn text is gone now and so you know maybe 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 yeah. i dreamt it maybe it never really happened <laughs> exactly
0: just like the character maybe it was in your head <laughs> To wrap up, what do you hope that audiences will feel when they see this film, you know, Sopranos fans in particular?
1: I think that what they're going to find is uh, a story that has a lot of the same kind of tone and uh, particular balance of humour and, uh, you know, philosophical interest that in in, uh, a kind of anti-hero character that... The Sopranos had, but in a in a new kind of format, which is the, the feature film format, which is a, a different kind of uh, a storytelling and that it's filmed in a very cinematic way and that they can appreciate that as something new.
0: Thank you so much for your time today, Alessandro. I really appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. Look at Dicky Moltisanti. He steps up, takes care of his family, takes care of all the business.
0: That was such a great chat with Alessandro, Tim. And I want to know one thing. How would you go if you came up face-to-face against Ray Liotta?
3: I would rather not answer that question. I think I'd crack <laughs> I'd myself. <shit> myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on the same page. There we go.
0: Absolutely. But how exciting to work with such an icon.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many icons in this film. But, yeah, Ray Liotta is an absolute powerhouse in this movie. Mm-hmm. And Alessandro was uh, rightfully nervous about that.
0: Yeah, but he met the challenge full on and did a great job.
3: Did he ever. Now, if you want to see that encounter, you can check out The Many Saints of Newark, which is in Australian cinemas from November 4.
0: And that's it for another special episode. Thanks for
3: listening. And we'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing.
4: Hold up. What was that?